everyone to a Black Friday edition. Technically, it's Saturday when you listen to this, but that still works. Of Suplexes, Scores, and Save Points, your home for all things wrestling, sports, As always, I am your host, Ryan, and with me today is now, uh, I, I had an intro and I lost it. Uh, it's my brother, the one who, uh, yeah, the champ is back. Yeah. We're going to get into the Survivor Series results as much as it doesn't really matter because they didn't matter. But we did do our predictions, um, so we'll get into that. Also, we got a lot to talk about. We got some MLW to discuss, some AEW, some NXT, all that fun stuff. We're going to start... With last week's SmackDown and AEW Rampage. Uh, SmackDown was the go-home show for uh, Survivor Series. Um, yeah. The points of the show was they had a fatal four-way match to determine the final member of Team SmackDown. That was won by Sheamus. Uh, it also included Cesaro, Jinder Mahal, and Ricochet. Should have been Ricochet. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that, uh, they had the main event was uh, Kofi or King Woods and um, Roman talked. Um, they, they 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 beat up Woods, blah blah blah. Then Big E comes out and it's just a big brawl. They end the show. There was only five, yeah. matches, you know, and two of them went very, very like mod of them went really really short. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't much to it. Yeah, there wasn't much to this match. And why did they put Shinsuke versus Angel? I can't believe his name's just fucking Angel now, by the way. Oh, I hate WWE. But (laughs) why did they – why that match? By the way, I saw a stat, Nathan. Shinsuke Nakamura has only defended the title once since he won it. Oh, my God. No wonder we didn't – Remember I that he's the champion. I forgot he was champion all this time because he never defended the title. I only remembered when it was Smack Survivor Series, and I was like, "Oh, this is actually happening." Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that was SmackDown. Wasn't much of a go home show, but it was for a meaningless pay per view that no one cares about. So, uh, on to Rampage. Rampage had a match with Billy Gunn. Yeah, um, (laughs) it was a different kind of match. Uh, Billy Gunn, you know, is showing how strong he is versus Darby Allen. Well, it's Darby. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, Darby did have hurt ribs going into it, and they played on that. But, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. It was kind of weird, though. because I think towards the end of it, uh, like when Darby made his comeback and ended up winning the match, like Billy Gunn didn't want to stay down. Like he, 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 he laid down for three, but he kicked out right after the three. Yeah, after two coffin drops. Yeah. Way to put the young guy over. Um. Also on the show, Jade Cargill moved on in the TBS tournament by defeating Red Velvet. Um, in the main event was Adam Cole and Bobby Fish versus Jurassic Express. This was actually a decent tag team match. Yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. And um, Bobby Fish, I guess, is just there to eat pins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he tapped out to the snare trap in this match. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Bobby Fish is just there to so that Adam Cole doesn't lose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it wasn't okay, Don, uh, Rampage. It wasn't the best show. There's only three matches, so um, and we had to see Jade Cargill wrestle, so. Yeah. <laughs> and Billy Gunn. I mean, like, come on. Uh... All right, let's move on to the show that does not matter. 
Survivor Series. Yeah, the, yeah, WWE didn't even care about this show. Yeah, this, uh, this show was. Terrible. This show had three good matches, and four just not good matches. It was a decent show, but yeah, it was not. Um, great. And it had some really dumbass storylines. So the pre-show match was Shinsuke Nakamura versus Damian Priest, uh, champion versus champion, of course, because every match was. Um, I was the only one that got this match right. You guys both thought Damian Priest was going to win. Uh, technically, Shinsuke did win by disqualification. Yep. So SmackDown was up one to two. Or one nothing. Um, then the first match of the night was the Raw Women's Champion versus SmackDown Women's Champion, Becky versus Flair. This was probably the match that um, most people were looking forward to on this show. I think this was... This and Roman and Big E were the two matches that most people were, you know, tuning in for if they were tuning in. Um, it, it was good. Can't say much. You know, it was a good match. It 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 had its moments where it felt a little down and wasn't great, but it was a, it was a pretty good match. Um, they did a lot of uh, back and forth. The ending. Uh, Flair did a roll up with her. Hand, hand on the ropes, but the referee caught it and then Lynch reversed it and used the ropes herself as leverage to get the win. Uh, Becky wins. Raw gets their first match. Uh, it's tied one to one. Jeff was the only one to get this right. Uh, Becky for four. So, yeah. You know, it was what it was. <laughs> I, I didn't like the ending. The match was okay. Yeah. Uh, the next match was the – oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, at that point, I was worried that we weren't going to get any real finishes in this pay-per-view because, of, you know, the first two matches had finishes that were like – they were shenanigans, you know, like the disqualification with Suske. This one, she had to win one by holding the ropes, and I was like, man, are there not going to be any clean finishes on this show? Yeah. It's like – it felt like they were trying to keep their – Champions strong, and they didn't want to, you know, it's like they didn't want to have this pay-per-view. It's like, but it's your own pay-per-view. You should, I, I don't understand it. Yeah. Um, the next up was the Men's Survivor Series match, where it was Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. Team Raw was obviously Rollins, Bauer, Owens, Theory, and Lashley versus McIntyre, Hardy, Woods, Corbin, and Sheamus. Yeah, this is uh, this was a cluster, and the people that were in it was it was like really. Um, and the very I first mean, thing that happened was Owens walking out on his team and got eliminated. Um, which immediately put Raw down five to four. Corbin was eliminated by Balor, and then Woods was eliminated by Lashley. Um, and then Lashley and McIntyre were both eliminated by countout which the crowd absolutely fucking hated and blew my mind because I really thought McIntyre was going to be in at the end. Yeah. Um, but, of course, it was by countout. Yeah. Uh, Bauer was eliminated by Sheamus after a bro kick, and then Sheamus was eliminated by Austin Theory with a roll-up. Um, Hardy eliminated Theory, which means we were down to Rollins and Hardy as the last two with Rollins end up hitting the stomp on Hardy to win, being the sole survivor, putting Raw up two to one. None of us got that right. We all thought there'd be multiple uh, people left. So, interesting. Um, the next match was, well, I guess we got to talk about the whole fucking Vince McMahon golden egg storyline for this fucking pay-per-view. This is the dumbest thing. So, I mean... Apparently, this is worse. This is worse than the Goggly Gooker. Apparently, this has been planned for a while, and this was in conjunction with the Rock's new movie. Yeah, the reports are that the Rock was supposed to be there, um, but he's filming another movie or TV show or something, so he couldn't be there. So it came up last minute, and since they'd already made a deal with Red Notice that they had to still promote this shit, um. So Vince McMahon has an egg. He walks out, first of all, out of his limo, and everyone's cheering, which is a bad look, honestly. if you, He just fired all these people's co-workers. 
And now he steps yeah. out and it's like, cheer for me, damn it. Um, so they're all cheering. And then he pulls out the egg. And literally everyone had the same reaction. And I think it was a legitimate reaction. Where everyone's like, because uh, I don't think many people have seen that movie. <laughs> exactly. I've seen the movie and I still didn't know what the fuck it was at first. And I had to think about it. And then I saw it and I go, are you kidding me? And then he had to like yeah. tell him to cheer. And then everyone was like, yeah, yeah. So tone deaf and dumb. It is, man. And then, it uh, really is. To end the storyline of the night, someone stole it, and we were going to find out on Monday who stole it. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> anyway, to the previously unannounced battle royal. It's a twenty-five man battle royal to celebrate The Rock's twenty-fifth anniversary. So yeah, that guy who's not even there. Yeah, what's the per- what's the point, honestly? Uh, yeah, this the winner got nothing. It was sponsored by Pizza Hut as well. Um, there was a lot of comedy yeah. with Otis eating a pizza. Basically, almost just dominated the whole thing. Yeah, almost eliminated almost everybody. Uh, Drew Gulak, Benjamin Humberto, Orchards, Otis, T-Bar, Cedric Alexander, Gable, Eric Ivar, Jinder Mahal, Angel Shanky, Monsoor, Robert Roode, Ziggler, Zane, Commander Aziz, AJ Styles, Apollo Cruz, Cesaro, Angela Dawkins, and Montez Ford were eliminated with almost eliminated Ricochet at the end to win. I mean, the crowd likes yeah. Elos, but, you know, just because he's seven fucking five. Yeah, I don't. Anything. No, he can't do anything. I don't, I don't understand that. That battle royal was just like you said, it's mostly comedy. It's pretty dumb. Yeah, that should have been the pre-show match, but I know why it wasn't because it was the Rock's name was on it. But should have been the pre-show match. Uh, we didn't pick that because we didn't know it was happening until after we did our predictions, so that doesn't matter in our predictions. Um, next match was RK Bro versus the Usos. This was a good match. Yeah, this is one of the few. This this match, the main event, and the Becky match were the only matches worth watching. Um, this match was really good. Uh, it was back and forth. Um, I tell you what, man, the Usos when they're on, they're on. They're so good when they when they're good. Um, the end of this match, right. Orton caught Jimmy in midair with an RKO as he was going for a splash on Riddle to get the win, putting the score four to one Raw, which means Raw cannot win at all at this point. So yep. what's the fucking point? I there you remember you know there used to be drama when they did these cross brand shit like bragging rights and they first started doing this they used to have it come down to the last match and it was like oh winners now they don't even give a shit this is two years no. of Raw where Raw's completely fucking dominated this show why do they still think Raw's the A show no one watches Raw SmackDown is the number know. one show right now yeah absolutely. Um, but yeah, Raw's up four to one. Um, as far as who we picked, uh, we all got that one right. Surprisingly, that was like the only match where we all agreed. <laughs> other than yeah. the, the other than the Raw men's match, which we all got right. Um, but that the Raw men's is what really put you over the edge because you had that for four points, so that kind of really put you over the edge. Uh, so on to the next match, which was the Smack the Women's uh, Survivor Series elimination match. Uh, Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, Carmella, and Zelina versus Sasha, Shayna, Chotzi, Natalia, and Tony Storm. Yeah, um, Carmella was eliminated one minute into this match. Yeah, I there were a lot of quick eliminations in this match. It started to remind me of uh, the women's matches of old. Um, so Carmella and Queen Zelina were both eliminated by Tony Storm, and I was like, here we go, Tony time, she's getting the push, and then immediately eliminated by Liv Morgan. Yeah. Who was then immediately eliminated by Sasha Banks. Exactly. That um, I mean, come on. And then Rhea was eliminated by Shayna, and then Sasha was eliminated by Countout because the whole team turned on her for whatever reason. <sighs> I don't why? I don't you're gonna that's the thing, right? They call it brand supremacy, but then even the wrestlers in the match that they book don't care about it. They they don't even care. They're putting their personal stuff ahead of the brand. So why should we care? Yeah. Why should I care about a brand 
when the only people on the fucking brand don't care. <laughs> exactly. Um, but then Natalia, it was three on one at that point. It was Natalia, Shayna, and Shotzi versus Bianca. And I think everyone knew where this was headed. Um, Bianca eliminated Natalia. Then 30 minutes, 30 seconds later, eliminated Shayna. And then two minutes later, eliminated Shotzi to win the whole thing. Being, being Bianca, the sole survivor, which you got two bonus, you got a bonus point, two bonus points here, Nathan. Yeah. You got that right on the dot. <laughs> you completely nailed that. So, and those two bonus points put you over the edge in this competition. Really? And then, yeah. I mean, it's a good year for Bianca, I guess. She won the Royal Rumble. She won the whole Survivor Survivor Series. She was champion. I mean, good for her, I guess, but. We all knew where it was heading. It was three to one. Um, then the main event was Roman versus Big E, champion versus champion. This match wasn't as good as it could have been. It was kind of a letdown a little bit. Um, Big E's first real main event match, even though he's champion, still hasn't had an official. This was his first main event. Um, yeah, it was a good match. Uh, it, I Big E kept fighting back. He kept getting hit with spears and Superman punches, and he kept getting up. Roman sold it really well. Um, but in the end, Roman ends up winning uh, with a spear out of nowhere. Uh, uh, he was going for the uh, big ending, and Reigns attacked the knee and then hit him with a spear to win. Um, so the final score was 5-2 to two Raw. Uh, we all... You guys both got that right. You and Jeff both predicted Raw would win. I said it'd be a tie. Um, so the final points are, I ended up with, let's see, got to do this math real quick. 15 points. I ended up with 15. Jeff ended up with 17. And Nathan ended up with Twenty. Uh, those bonus points really got me. Yeah. Those those two bonus those two bonus points really put you over the edge there. Um. So yeah. So Nathan, once again, congratulations. You are the. I got the belt right here. You are the predictions champion once again. Um. You will get this belt tomorrow, on Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. I will be handing the belt over to Nathan tomorrow. And then I don't think we have another pay-per-view for a while because WWE's not doing one at all other than uh, well, next week we've got next week we've got War Games. Um, and then after that, WWE's not doing one until January, January 1st. So No, but we also have, like, we are, like, we're not going to cover ROH, obviously, ROH TV. I mean, even their not, own it, people it are saying, matter. yeah, even their own people are saying it's not worth doing. But we will, we will cover, um, we will cover their uh, their uh, uh, final battle because it will be this time be, the final yeah. battle. It'll probably legitimately be the final battle. So we um, get we definitely got to cover that because if we don't, you know, I mean, come on, it's their last show probably ever, so we got to yeah. cover it. So yeah. that'll probably be one of the papers we do in December. So we'll probably have two in December. Uh, we had three this month, and the title changed hands on every single one of them. <laughs> yeah we all felt the title in the month of november <laughs> yeah uh so uh, papers are gonna start slowing down like i said dodo didn't have one this month they have war games next week um and then yeah they won't do one until january 1st so crazy no WWE pay-per-view in uh december all right uh let's move on was there any in new japan stuff that happened over the weekend or anything um i do know that uh there's nothing nothing major happened they're they're they've been doing some minor shows they're doing they're back to doing their normal schedule where they have like four shows a month which is insane like like four me four shows a week which is crazy so too much to cover yeah uh, but uh, yeah, their next the next big one, you know, I mean that's another one we're gonna have to cover. Ryan in January is uh, we're gonna have to cover, cover Wrestle Kingdom. Yep. 
two nights of Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. Um, yep. January is gonna be but, a big, uh, big. January is gonna be a big month because uh, WWE has two yeah. reviews that month. Yeah, but other than that, um, no. Okay. Uh, and uh, yeah, so let's go ahead and, like I said, we're not covering ROH TV, so all there is to cover on Monday is she Raw because we're. Yeah, because Dark Elevation was nothing. It, it, it's kind of back to squash matches, so um, not really, not really any story stuff happening on Dark Elevation. And there's like maybe one or two matches where, like, I guess you'd call main roster guys are fighting each other. Yeah. Um. So the big. So Raw. Uh, I mean, we had some good matches as we always do. I mean, they have good matches, like. It's just everything else that goes on in the show I can't handle. Uh, but the secret yeah. of the egg, we found it out who won. Um, and this is a stupid – oh, my God. So you steal an egg. What was it, $50 million, $500 million egg or whatever? Yeah, yep. They said that – Vince McMahon says the person who bring, who bring the person who brings him the culprit will have an opportunity to win the WWE title tonight. But basically, yeah. if you turn yourself in and you say you stole the egg, you're going to get rewarded with a title match. Crime does pay, ladies uh, and gentlemen. Crime does pay. Uh, in WWE, it does. Um, Riddle beat Dolph Ziggler. Um, everyone was looking for the egg, um, which was just ridiculous. <sighs> I agreed. No, Bianca Belair beat Tamina Snuka. Seth and Finn had a very good match, but uh, the only thing of note here is that a fan jumped Seth. Yeah. Um, This story is absolutely insanity, and I don't want to go too much into it because I don't want to give this guy any fucking credibility or any, like, publicity or anything. The dude's a fucking idiot. Uh... The dude got scammed by a guy pretending to be Seth Rollins. And I guess he thought it was really Seth Rollins, so he attacked him. Yeah, I mean, come on. Um, yeah, it's fucking terrible. This, I'm glad Seth was not injured or anything. Um, a lot of people were calling him out, saying he should have took him out and beat him up like they used to. But you can't do that anymore because the guy would have fucking sued and he would have won. Even though he yeah. jumped the apron... I don't know jumped, if he would have won. He would have sued. But he definitely would have sued him. But they, I don't Seth think did put him won. in a fucking chokehold. <laughs> like, yeah. He, he did try to choke him out until the referee until everybody got involved. Uh, yeah. That was the thing there. Uh, the One of the big things is we had new tag team champions, women's tag team champions, that is, as Carmella and Vega unseated Rhea Ripley and Nikki A.S.H. to become the tag team champions. Yeah, um, what do you think about that, Ryan? Yay? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know Vince only has those titles because everyone told him to. And he doesn't give a shit about them, so he just puts two people together and yeah. says, you're going to be tagging champions for a little bit. I mean, good congratulations to Vega. She finally got something other than the Queen of the, Queen of the Ring. So, I mean. Yeah. She finally won a uh, title, so. Um, and it was revealed that Austin Theory stole the egg. Um, Theory said that he stole it even because he knew the value of the egg, but he really took it just to have a selfie with it. Oh, my God. And he said that Vince said he's going to drop the charges because Theory reminds him of himself, and Theory will get a towel shot out of it, even though Sami Zayn was the one who said that he got, he was the one that found out who did it. Yeah. It makes zero sense. I and then mean, Vince tells Sammy no one likes a snitch, even though Vince is the one that said, mm, I, know it's I know it's a funny, <laughs> I know it's a com- it's their attempt at comedy, but it's so head scratchingly done. And that's it. And then uh, Big E beat um, Theory for the, with the title. So. Um, Sammy Zayn yeah. challenged Damian Priest for the United States title, even though he's on SmackDown. So. Yeah, what the hell? Or did he get so drafted to Raw? I have no idea, honestly. I don't I don't think he did. No, I don't know what show anyone's on anymore. 
Um, but Big E beat Theory, and then Dana Brooke is the new 24-7 champion. We had two new champions on the show. Yeah. What a fucking shit show. Holy it, crap. I, I mean, it's it's going off the rails, man. Um, speaking of going off the rails, NXT. You know, I was the biggest like fan of NXT for a while. But my God, these last couple weeks have been fucking awful. Yeah. Um, Champa destroyed Grayson Waller. Um, basically, this whole show was to build towards uh, War Games. Uh, we had a lot yeah, of which apparently, matches, by the way, this apparently was, War Games is now now new school versus old school. Um, this every, we had a lot of squash matches on the show. By the way, uh, this was crazy the amount of squash matches we had. Um, we did have Cora Jade roll up Mandy Rose. So yeah. cool. We had the fucking women's champion go get beat. Um, yeah. one of the things that happened was Joe Gacy is gonna get a shot at the cruiserweight title because he doesn't like that it is exclusive to cruiserweights. Yeah, I don't know if this is gonna if they're gonna end up changing the cruiserweight title to more like an X division title or what's gonna happen with this situation. That's Kind of interesting, I, I guess. Mean, I like um, it. It's cool, but yeah, it's weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, you were talking about uh, uh, the champion or women's champion getting pinned. This is the third week in a row they've had one of their champions get pinned. I mean, yeah, that's kind of getting old. Um, you got to make have... your champion look strong. By the way, War Games is going to have no main title matches. Um, because we've got the, well, I guess the cruiserweight and the tag team title matches. That's it. The, the world yeah. title and the women's title and the North American title will not be on the line because they are all involved in the war games matches. Yeah. Um, the team war games matches will be Raquel Gonzalez, Io Shirai, Cora Jade, and Hayley Ray. Don't know why. Versus yeah. Dakota Kai and Toxic Attraction. Well, see, yeah, the thing is, like on the women's side, that one makes it's a little more, more sense. Yeah. Well, it's it's not really new school versus old school. No, the it's women's more, side makes a little bit more sense. Um, the men's is weird. We're also gonna have Cameron Grimes and Duke Hudson in a hair versus hair match. Um, Imperium will defend the tag titles against Kyle O'Reilly and Von Wagner, or Legato Del Fantasma. They wrestle next week. Roderick Strong will defend the Cruiser Talk with Joe Gacy. And then the men's war games. It will be old school. Now, you tell me one of these things is not like the other. <laughs> we got Champa, Gargano, Dunn, and L.A. Knight. How the fuck is L.A. Knight considered old school? Because he, he wrestled in. for two months under the old school banner? Yep. What the fuck? <laughs> um. And then it'll be Team New School. Braun Breaker, Carmelo Hayes, Tony D'Angelo, and Grayson Waller. Who the hell are heels and faces in this fucking thing? I don't know, but how the fuck is Tony D'Angelo a part of War Games? Well, like how did he how did he get picked as one of the guys? I don't know, but you got Braun Breaker, who's a face. Carmelo's a heel. D'Angelo's, I don't know what he is. And Grayson Waller was a face, but I think he's a heel now. But on the men's side, you got Champa and Gargano, who Gargano, I guess, just switched to face. Champa's a face. Dunn was a heel, and Knight was a heel. What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> who am I supposed to root for? It's new school versus old school, Ryan. It's not heels and faces. Even though they, you know, WWE was 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 talking bad about AEW not having heels or faces, and now they're combining both. Like, I, who like the point of a war games match is to root like your. You know, you got to have someone to root for. You know, like you, you got to have, you got to have, uh, I just don't, well, I don't know who I'm rooting for. Who am I supposed to cheer? Who's, what's the goal here? I have no idea. Um, I don't know. Uh, like I said, it, I, I really don't know because you, you got the story of, you know, of Braun Breaker trying yeah. to prove his worth, and it's like, okay, maybe I need to root for him. But then you got the, all the 
all the faces on the other side. So it's like, yeah. And how yeah, is it? It's know. so weird. I mean, I get it. Like, I get it, but it. I don't like it. I don't like it. This right. feels like a war games match because Vince is like, well, I mean, I guess we kind of we have to do it. They've been doing it now every year for four years now. I guess we just gotta have to do it. Well, it's like Survivor Series. He's like, I guess we'll just do it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just throw a card together. Um, on to one of the greatest opening 30 minutes to a wrestling show I have seen in a very long time. Uh, and yes, I am talking about AEW Dynamite. I know the world may be ending. <laughs> the opening segment of CM Punk and MJF was one of the greatest things I've ever seen. I'm not going to call it like the greatest promos ever, but this is how you start a show. This is how you push this feud without it getting physical. This is old school wrestling where they just, they talk on the mic back and forth. This was awesome. Yeah, this, I mean, the only thing I didn't like about it was, I know it's in Chicago, but they've already, you know, they've already gave CM Punk his Chicago love when he first showed up, Yeah. right? And now this is this was kind of overkill because I mean I liked it. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. It was good. It was good. But they let these guys go for almost twenty minutes it talking. Was it was. Insane. And then he, and then he did another fifteen minute match. Yeah. Afterwards, so the next thing you know, it's the whole first. I mean, including a commercial break, the first 40, 45 minutes of the whole show was CM Punk. I mean, if I was, I mean, I know it was in, like I said, it was in Chicago, but I feel like that's played out. And the, if I was another wrestler on this company, especially one that's been there the whole time. Yeah. I mean, having the only thing, punk, I'm, I mean, thing, I, another thing, that, but then Brian Danielson was later on. And so it's like, you have these two guys basically took up an hour yep. or so. Yep. Of this show. And it's like, um, yeah, I, I don't know about that. Another one I didn't like was the constant references to WWE. Um, they referenced Triple H. They referenced The Miz. I feel like that's getting old at this point. And it kind of, well, I get it. No. it a, it's a good internet it thing for a, MJF to do. And it's a good thing because they're, they're, AEW says they're the they're in with the internet culture, and everyone says MJS like is like the Miz. So that one made sense to me. Um, yeah, a couple of the Triple H ones, it was like, eh. I mean, well, no, he had to get under his skin, right? Yeah, I mean, I get it. Yeah, because yeah. what what happened was, you know, when they, this promo first started out, it, MJF kind of he had some corny lines. Okay, he went after stuff that we all, you know, like the UFC thing and stuff. The one and thing so, I did like was – didn't mean to cut you off, but the one thing I did oh, like with MJS portion was he kept saying was the stuff that I was saying when Punk first came in was Punk said, oh, I'm here to put the young guys over, but then MJF said that you've also said that you weren't going to come here unless you got a huge payday. Yeah. Which was a good line, and it didn't go over as well as I think people thought, but I liked that line. That one was real. Right. <laughs> that one well, so, so was this, you know – so was the um, yeah. the the Triple H stuff because you know that is one of the reasons why he left is because Triple H kind of was holding him as the number two guy behind Triple H and stuff and so I liked it I liked all the stuff I I think it's it's very good I don't know where they go from here I don't know if you have them do too much more talking because if you do too much it's going to get kind of yeah stale yeah but. If you, uh, I don't know, these two, they could have something here. It could be gold. Uh, this could be, if they were smart, this would be CM Punk's uh, first loss. Yes. But we'll see. Yeah. Um, very good opening. Uh, it kind of fell off when they wrestled, uh, when CM Punk wrestled QT Marshall. Um, it went a little too long. Um, this should have. There should not have been a pick. There should not have been a commercial break in this match. There was no right. need for this to go this long. Um, Punk wins. Yeah. Um, 
Then it fell off a cliff really quickly when the gun club showed up. Uh, yeah, the gun uh, club versus their country. Yeah, this was a match that I think you you would think would be on darker elevation, just because. I mean, I get why it wasn't because both of these teams are on long winning streaks, and they're pushing the Sting Darby Allen Gun Club feud for no reason. But yeah, yeah, I think Billy Gunn's just tired of them not getting on TV, so they're finally doing something with them. Yeah. But here's the thing: it was like, it was like, man, that Bear Country dude they they had some momentum and they just killed it quick. They got beat like with this was super quick. Yeah, and you got not only did you get beat, you got by you didn't get beat by Austin Gun, you got beat by Colton Gun. I mean, <laughs> the gun that's not any good, but is undefeated. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess the reason it was it was Billy and Colton instead of Austin and Colton was because of Austin's comments he made when he was 17. 17 or 10 years ago. Or not yeah. even like couple five, 5 years ago. Like come on. Yeah, I mean, what well, I mean, he was a kid and he said some stupid shit, but even he said that it was stupid and he said yeah. his apology. Yeah, and he said that he said that he's he's uh, a teacher. I guess he got a teaching degree, and he had to go through all kinds of sensitivity classes for that. And he's and he said that he's. I mean, we not the same said, person he was. So. We've all said stupid shit when we were kids. It's just exactly. most of us didn't have Twitter. It wasn't around, so. What we said when we were kids is not documented. Yeah. But now it all is. And that's ridiculous for putting them. We expect people now to be on a higher pedestal because they're on the internet. Like everyone's done stupid shit in their life. Let's not kill somebody's career for something they said when they were a kid. He was 17. He was in high school. Like, yeah. Would you imagine if people got in trouble for what they said playing like Modern Warfare 2 back in the day? Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, this was whole. This was dumb. Um. It all ended up with Darby Allen spearing the fuck out of Austin Gun, um, which was actually pretty cool. <laughs> oh my dude, that was crazy. Like that shot he took was insane. Yeah. Um. Uh, Dante Martin apparently joined at Team Taz. Yeah, that was that weird, was nuts. That was the weirdest contract signing I've ever seen in my life. It's so weird. Yeah. It's so quick. It was just like it happened and then it was over. Um, then we had Jamie Hader versus Thunder Rosa. This was not good at all. No, and it went way too long. It did, and the only good thing that happened was Britt Breaker super kicked Jamie Hader's face off. Like, she hit her pretty damn good. And uh, cost her the match. Yeah. Um, Thunder Rosa advances to the finals. I think. No, semifinals. So she'll take on. Uh, well, no, I don't. I, I think she's in the semifinals. She's either taking on. She's taking on uh, Jade Cargill. Jade Cargill. And then the other side, it's Nyla Rose and. Ruby, the winner, uh, the winner of Ruby and uh, yeah, uh, Stotlander. Okay, it'll probably be Ruby. Yeah, um, then that's that's tonight. Yeah, while we're recording this, Ruby and Stotlander. No, uh, we had a dumb Britt Baker segment. After that just happened, and then we cut to them doing a pre-taped segment with Britt Baker. Yeah. Yeah, I think they kind of messed messed that up a little bit. Yeah. Um, Colt Cabana took on Brian Danielson uh, with Danielson picking up the win. This was okay. I mean, it was it, – Smash would have been a lot better 20 bad. years ago. Well, I mean, it wasn't bad at all. I mean, he hit yeah. a uh, – Colt Cabana got some of his stuff in. Uh, Danielson didn't let him do any goofy shit, though. And uh, he hit a moonsault on on Danielson, yeah, and landed right on his head. Yeah, which he's a big guy to be landing right on somebody's head. Um, but then Danielson grabbed his hands while he was laying on the ground and started stomping on his face, Ryan. And a tooth came out. Yeah, 
And I don't think it was planned because uh, after the match, you know, Brian Danielson won with the submission hold and kept the submission hold on him and he wouldn't break it. And while he didn't break it, he looked over and he saw the tooth and started laughing his ass off. Yeah. Take the picked the tooth up and was showing the crowd that he knocked it. I mean, Danielson is a heel. Oh, my God. Like, the stuff that he just comes up with off the top of his head. I mean, this is stuff that we would have never saw in WWE. You know? And I'm glad he's getting to go out the way he wants because we're, we're in for some entertaining stuff for the next year or two or however long his contract is. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, uh, he, yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna continue to mow down uh dark order guys yeah. until he gets to he said next page. week he's in the hometown of more members of the dark order, which uh leads to Adam Page coming out and said, Hey, I'll fight you right now. Which then Danielson had the line of that's not cowboy shit, that's coward shit, which is great. They like the yeah. word shit, they say it too much. Um, I feel like, <laughs> but I like that line, and then they had a big, little bit of a brawl, and uh, yeah. Dan O'Brien's back into being like the he called the crowd fickle. He yeah. Daniel Bryan so much better than face Dan O'Brien. Let me just say, yeah. I love him so yeah. much. Heel. It is great. Uh, then we had this clusterfuck tag team match main event, um, which Malachi Black and Drade and FTR versus Cody Rhodes Pack and Lucha Brothers. This is AEW's uh Survivor Series here. <laughs> yeah. Um this was insanity. We had we had Arn Anderson and uh, Tolly Blanchard getting into it um, with Andrade's manager. I mean, this was I had, this was all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but then uh, at the end, Malachi throws Black Mist into the eyes of Pac, and then Andrade hits him with his finisher, and Andrade gets the win. Right. So very good show, honestly. I it can't, was. Can't say anything bad. The only downside was the women's match. Yeah, but everything else was really good. I mean, when you got Jamie Hader as one of the chicks in the match, it's you got to do what you got to do. You know, I, yeah. They don't have the deepest women's roster. They got a lot of chicks, but it's not uh, talent wise. It's not the deepest. You're gonna get in some shit for calling them chicks. Oh, whatever. Come <laughs> on, people. <laughs> No, I agree. Yeah, they've got – everyone says, I mean, just because you have a deep roster doesn't mean you have a talented roster. Um, they've got a lot of women, but not all of them. And I'm not a big fan of Britt Baker. I don't think her matches are that good either. Depends on who she's with. So I, when your main champion's not, a, you know, insane, eh, you know. Um, and then we had uh, – the last thing we're going to talk about today, we have two more things. We've got the Thursday shows. Um, we had MLW yeah. Fusion on Thanksgiving. On this show, we had a ladder match to determine the vacant na- National Openweight Championship. Uh, but we started off with an Opera Cup semifinal match as TJP defeated Calvin Tankman uh, after Alex Kane had the distraction. Um, All right. Alex Kane came out with some big dude. some new big dude. I don't know who he is, but he came out and distracted him. Um, which yeah, MLW is getting a lot of new people, just not – any of the big people that they need to be getting. <laughs> uh, and then we had the debut of a guy named Gnarls Gavin. I don't know who he's from. He's from Louisville, they claimed. I don't know where he's from. I don't know what he is. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but Gnarls Gavin defeated Bud Heavy in a very quick match. Uh, then the main event Bud. was the latter match. We had Alex Kane, Alex Shelley, Zinshi, Myron Reed, and the mystery opponent ACH. All right. Um, this was basically Alex Kane and a bunch of cruiserweights. And it was yeah. Alex Kane uh, throwing people around. This was a really good ladder match. Ladder matches are weird in MLW, though, because their freaking ring is so small. Yeah. That it's they can't take really big bumps off the ladder because there's nowhere to fall. Fly out of the ring. <laughs> yeah. Zinchi did. A spot in this match, Nathan. I think Alex Shelley had him. They're on the ropes or on the top of the ladder. And Shelley pushed mm-hmm. him off 
And then she did like a handstand flip off the onto the ladder and did like a head scissors off the ladder. It was fucking crazy. <laughs> I've never seen it. Uh, but in the end, Alex Kane wins, and Alex Kane is your new national open weight champion. Wow. Yep. So there you go. A big moment of the big moment there. Uh, so the finals of the Opera Cup will be TJP versus uh, Davy Richards. So that'll be the list. I'm assuming Davy Richards is going to win this thing. Yeah. They keep saying that TJP, is gonna, he's cheated every match, and he says he's, he's going to cheat his way to, to victory. So <laughs> we'll see what happens there. On to That's Impact, fun. Nathan, where we had Wrestle House was back. Oh, my God. You know, they were on a roll. They were doing pretty good here. They were doing good. Um, and then they had to bring back Wrestle House. Well, it's like, man, come on. You, you're getting so close. If you just would have, I mean, because WWE just released a bunch of new talent, a bunch of talent. I mean, you could bring back John Morrison. You could bring back Ty Valkyrie. You could, you know, you could, I mean, come on, dude. And you're going to go and do this. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, Chris I mean you, need to start, you need to start bringing, building yourselves up and bringing in this talent. And start. Why, do you, why do they just want to be a comedy show? I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't think they take themselves serious, and I. Yeah, I, which means no one else is going to either. They're not going to get the big names to go there. Yeah. Um. But Saban beat Caleb Conley, and then Downtown Daddy Brown beat Johnny Swinger in Wrestle House. Oh, good Lord. We had a ten-person intergender tag match. Jesus Christ. Eddie Edwards, Caleb Conley, Hernandez, Alicia, and Madison Rain versus Chris Saban in the decay, which means, yes, Caleb Conley and Chris Saban wrestled twice on this show. And guess what, Nathan? Johnny Swinger wrestled again. Oh, my God. This whole show was just Wrestle House. That's all it was. After this, uh, Chris Saban the decay won. Then Johnny Swinger beat Lawrence D. And then Black Taurus beat hernandez and that was the whole fucking show this whole show was wrestle house that's it there was nothing else on the show but wrestle yeah. house. i'm wondering if like they i don't know maybe they a lot of their talent couldn't show up for this show i don't know what happened well i don't know but this was i think maybe because it was a thanksgiving show they knew no one was going to watch it anyway yeah but so they decided see, to throw this problem. out there but that's terrible like, yeah you don't you don't do that because that's just gonna i mean people the people that did tune in are going to be like, well, now we're watching this shit again. Yeah. Um, I was so sad when I saw that Wrestle House was cut. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> Hopefully it's only a one day thing. I'm hoping it's a one day thing because they were on a roll. They were doing really good. And then uh, then they do that shit and kind of throw them off. Um, right. But yeah, that's your. Uh, that's your uh, there's going to be a Black Friday Battle Royal tonight on SmackDown to determine the new number one contender for Roman Reigns. Okay, you can't complain about AEW doing stupid shit anymore, Ryan. If that's how you're on Black Friday, really? Well, it is Black Friday. I I know, Ryan, but come on. Well, AEW is doing a freaking uh, a Black Friday deal match too, Nathan. So <laughs> exactly. So you can't complain about AEW no more. They're doing Reho versus Britt Baker in a Black Friday deal match. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? These two companies. You know, as much as AEW says they're not like WWE, they sure do a lot of the same stupid shit. Did they both have trick or street fights on Halloween too? I believe so. <laughs> See, I'm telling you. <laughs> oh my god. Um, also, we want to talk about there's going to be a new Hall of Fame, the independent, the indie wrestling Hall of Fame. Hey, there you go. Um, War Horse will find a place to go. The first four members will be uh, announced. It is, the first four will be Ruckus, uh, Homicide, Jerry Lynn, and Dave Prezak. Right. So there you go. Yeah, Ruckus, I remember him. Ruckus was cool. He used to do like, he's like a big guy. He just do flips. <laughs> yeah. yeah he, I used to watch his matches against, um, what was it, Gavin Michaels? What was his name? Uh, JD Michaels. JD Michaels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I can't believe I, you know, we do this podcast and <laughs> we're doing these shows that we watch and I can't think of the people's names, but I pulled that guy's name out of fucking yeah. nowhere. What the hell? I pulled JD Michaels. I hasn't wrestled in 10 years. <laughs> and I pulled him out quick too. What the heck? And he was never anything major too. He just died, oh. never made it. Nope. <laughs> because he tried to be Shawn Michaels, but you know, you can't. The whole time. You can be a, a pair. You can be like inspired by someone, but you just be a parody of somebody that's never gonna get over. <laughs> no. Um. But yeah, I think that's gonna. In a second, buddy. I think that's gonna do it uh, for this episode. Uh, this one was, you know, I don't know what to say anymore. Wrestling is crazy all around. It is. It's nuts. Um, and it's never gonna change. Uh, so. <laughs> Um, hope you enjoyed this again. We are, uh, hopefully next week sometime it's looking like now, uh, we're going to try to do a special episode. Um, we're still in contact, so I'll keep you posted on that. Uh, if you miss the video game or the rest or the sports podcast, go check those out. Uh, we had a little controversy on the video game podcast where we talked about, um, the greatest video game of all time, apparently (laughs) the ultimate game, as I should say. Um, and uh, Nathan got a little heated. <laughs> so uh, that's gonna that's gonna do it. Thank you for listening. As always, check out the social media at Ryent to follow us and uh, get all the updates. Um, we'll see you on Tuesday, next Tuesday, for the next episode of the Sports Podcast. Um, have a great weekend, and as always, for Nathan, I am Ryan. Reminding you to always save, but always suplex when necessary. Later.